recap of Sunday's readings, it's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's Homily Highlight is from Father Bill Moissant, pastor at Resurrection Church in Tualatin. You know, our first reading this morning from the book of Isaiah, Lord is, the Lord is quoted as saying, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. The Lord thinks differently than we do. In our own imagination, we can create an idol in the sky, this God that we just create in our image. God is like us. God is angry. God is selfish. God is violent. God is vengeful. Because that's what we hold in our hearts sometimes. So God must be like that. But Jesus says that, no, that's not true. It's not true. God is not made in your image. You're made in God's image. And God doesn't think like you do. As human beings, we have a particular way of thinking. We think logically. We think, let's see what's fair. What do I expect? What would I accept? That's how we think. But God doesn't think like that. God thinks differently. Remember, several weeks ago, we had the encounter between Jesus and Peter. Jesus was saying that he was going to Jerusalem where he would be killed and would be raised from the dead. Peter said, oh, no, you're not. You're not doing that. And Jesus says to Peter, get behind me because we're going. Because you're not thinking as God thinks, but as people think. That's the lesson we learn in the gospel today with the parable that Jesus gives us. He begins that the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner. How is the kingdom of heaven like a landowner? Well, we're about to find out. This landowner has a vineyard that it is time to harvest. Grapes can be sort of fragile. You have to sort of wait till they're just right, and then you harvest them. You can't, like, schedule it. You have to wait for the day when the grapes are ready. So now it's time to harvest. So at dawn, he goes out to the marketplace, probably about 6 o'clock in the morning, and there's people out there wanting to work. In those days, you didn't apply for a job. You sat patiently until the person who was going to employ you came out and invited you in. To approach that person and ask for a job would have been insulting and demeaning. And so these people are out in the square waiting patiently. The sun's just coming up. And so the landowner goes out and says, come into my vineyard, I'm going to hire you. We're going to harvest the grapes today. today." And so they do. They all agree to the day's wage. Typical day's wage for a laborer was a denarius. Denarius. They agree to that. And so then at 9 o'clock, noon and three o'clock in the afternoon, the landowner does the same thing. He goes out in the marketplace. There's still people out there. So he goes out and says, come on in, we're harvesting. I need workers. And so he invites them in and tells them, that, well, he'll pay them what is just. Then he goes out at five o'clock. There's only about an hour left in the workday, but he goes out and there's still people out in the square. And he says, what are you doing out here? You've been sitting here all day. He says, well, no one's hired us. 
So he says, come, come into my vineyard. Come into my vineyard and work. And so they do. And so as we hear in the parable, at the end of the workday, maybe a little after six, the landowner tells his foreman to pay the workers, but start with the ones that we hired last and end with the first. So he does. So he approaches the people that they hired at five o'clock, been working about an hour, and he gives them each a denarius. The three o'clock people, and the noon people, and the nine o'clock people, they all get a denarius. So then the six in the morning people, the dawn people, they say, oh boy, this is great. We've seen all this happening now. We know we're gonna get a lot of money because this guy's really generous. And so they go up to the foreman to be paid and they each get a denarius. They say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We worked all day in the vineyard and you're gonna give us what you gave those slouches that came in at 5 p.m. Is that right? And the landowner says, yes, because this is what we agreed upon. You came at 6 a.m., we agreed a denarius, and that's exactly what you're gonna get, so go home, because you're done for the day. The parable says that the people were grumbling, grumble, grumble, you can just hear them grumble, they're angry. They're angry about something, something's not meeting their expectations. This isn't how it's supposed to do, this is not fair. That's their conclusion. But the landowner says, I'm free to do with my money as I wish. Are you envious of my position? Envious, in the Greek, it's ophthalmos. Ophthalmos, it means an eye, but just not any eye, it's an evil eye. We just aren't envious, like if we're envious of somebody because they have a nice car, he said, well, I like, I like to have a car like that. Ophthalmos says that you give them the evil eye and you take their car. You're gonna take it away from them, they aren't gonna have a car anymore. That's how you see them. And that's what they were doing to the landowner. We'll take your vineyard away from you because we don't like what you're doing. Ophthalmos, the evil eye. But the landowner sends them on his way. And Jesus finishes the parable by saying, thus, in the conclusion of this parable, the last will be first, five o'clock people, and the first, the 6 a.m. people, will be last. That's how it goes. You may not like it, you may not think it's fair, that's how God thinks, because God is generous. God is loving. And so we're called to think like God thinks, not as we think. Human beings, we tend to be self-centered and selfish. We're all absorbed in ourselves. And we tend to think that we run the world by our opinions. This is what I think, this is what I want, this is what I think is right, and you're bad. You're nobody, you're nothing, I don't agree with you. I don't like what you look like, I don't like what you say, I don't like your language, I don't like your religion, I don't like how you act in your life, and so enough of you, go away. But that's not how God thinks. God thinks in a generous manner. God thinks of all of us as his children, no matter who we are, 
where we come from, what we're doing, what we've done, what we believe, but we're all God's children. And God gives us compassion and love no matter who we are. We don't earn it, so that's not a bank account. We don't earn it by doing certain things, but it's freely given, freely given. The irony of this parable is that there are no dawn people in reality. There are no nine o'clock people, there's no noon people, there's no three o'clock people, because in reality, in this life, we are all five o'clock people. We're all late to this progress and this process. We're all five o'clock. And yet, like what the landowner is reflecting, is God's compassion for us, the giving us what he wants to give us, not that we've earned it, but it's freely given. Every fall we spend time talking about stewardship. We'll do that this fall. Stewardship, in which we are accepting what God gives us freely. We don't earn it. What we have in this life is given to us because God loves us. And that's the only reason. We can think, oh, we work hard, we're this, we're smart, we're whatever. But none of it's true. Because in that way, we're putting ourselves above other people. That's what the dawn workers were doing. They were demeaning the five o'clock people. And they weren't going to accept them. But we're all in this together. And we're called as followers of Jesus not to make too much of ourselves. Don't think too highly of yourself because you're no better than anybody else. And that's what we're called to think like in this parable. Because the five o'clock people, that's who we are. We are the five o'clock people. And so God gives us the gifts that we have in this life. They're freely given. We don't earn them. We don't deserve them. God gives them to us because he loves us. And so in the model of stewardship, we're called to accept the gifts Lord gives us time, talent, treasure. Whatever it is in this life, we accept them gladly from God. We cherish them, consider them important, take care of them, nurture the gifts that he gives us, and then share them with others as the, as the Spirit guides us. We share out of those gifts, not based on whether they deserve it or not, but based upon that God loves all of us and we all get the gifts, no matter who we are, where we've been. God loves us all, we're all children of God. And so we're called then to use those gifts of time, talent, and treasure in a way that God does. God gives them to us, freely given. Could all disappear in a second. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, uh, didn't earn it. God just gives them to us because he loves us and we're called to treat each other just the same. Just the same. We're called to say a prayer in the morning when we wake up and in the morning when we go to, in the evening when we go to bed. Before we shut our eyes, we should say a prayer. And we all have prayers. We've known probably all of our lives. We learned some of them as children. Maybe we say those prayers, and that's well and good. But there's one prayer that is the best of all. The best prayer 
we can each say at the beginning of the day and at the end. There are two words, two words that we say to God. Thank you. And that is today's homily highlight from Father Bill Moisant. He is the pastor at Resurrection Church in Tualatin.